0: Hey everyone, it's Candice Eisner back with you again this week, and this week I wanted to talk a little bit about being an introvert and being able to do your marketing in a way that works for you. Welcome to Life Beyond the Massage Table, a podcast for massage therapists, or really anyone who works in health and wellness. I'm here to help you take a look at your business and practice in new ways, to think outside the box, and to shift gears from the same old stuff that isn't helping you build the life and the business that you really want. Let's get started. Hey, I hope you guys are all having a really great week, whenever it is that you're listening to this. As I'm recording this, it is a beautiful and really hot sunny day here in Toronto in, uh, What's the date now? I guess we're in late July. Wow, I don't know where the summer is gone. But uh, yeah, number three episode on uh, sort of marketing truth bombs, marketing truths that we need to talk about. And I thought this was kind of an interesting topic to cover, um, partly because I think we have some assumptions about marketing and that it doesn't work for us. And Partly because I think we need to shed some light on that. So, so yeah, um, there was sort of three key reasons why I specifically wanted to cover this. And first was that, well, I think there's probably a lot of you uh, in health, wellness and fitness careers who are listening to this podcast and also sort of self-identify, if you want to put it that way, as an introvert. Um, I think introverts are actually drawn to helping professions, and I, I'm not trying to stereotype here, because I know there's extroverts who are in helping professions as well. That's totally true. I'm, I'm not trying to paint everybody with the same brush here. But I know introverts tend to want to be in the careers where they're helping people or they're able to work on, with people one-on-one rather than working with a larger group. That That's kind of part of why it appeals. So anyway, I... I feel that introverts need a little bit more help with their marketing, and I feel like there's a fair number of introverts who are in health and wellness and fitness careers, so we're going to talk about this. And that brings me to my second point rather nicely, which is a lot of the things you see said about like how you this is how you do marketing, or at least, you know, the more traditional kind of marketing, you know, outside of this digital age that we're in. But even in this digital age, we tend to focus on, you know, marketing at events, or networking, and meeting people face to face, and, you know, reaching a broad audience, and just that kind of stuff. And a lot of the marketing education out there was, frankly, developed by extroverts. And that's fine. But as an introvert, the things that work for extroverts aren't necessarily going to work for you, because they're just not going to feel comfortable. They're going to feel, you're going to feel like you're a fraud, or you're going to feel like This is not a method that works for you. If any of you are introverts listening to this, you probably know what I'm talking about. You know, the kind of stuff where people are like, oh, well, you know, if you want to grow your business, you have to go to lots of networking events and hand out cards and get to know people. And that's how you grow. And, you know, blah, 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 in terms of like meeting tons and tons of people. But if you're an introvert, that probably doesn't work for you. And, Last but not least, the reason why I want to talk about this is because I'm an introvert myself, and I've found ways to sort of work in this world of extroverts in marketing, and I and I think you guys can too. So, so hold on and uh, take some notes, maybe, if this is helpful to you, and uh, let's get started with this topic. So first off, I did want to talk a little bit quickly and you know, note as always, I am not you know, like a professional psychologist or anything like that, but I just want to talk quickly about what the definition of being an introvert is because there is some confusion out there about what being an introvert truly is. And introverts are sometimes looked down upon when really they shouldn't be. I mean, first off, but partly because people get confused about what being introverted truly is. So so let's talk about that for a second. So often people mix up introversion and shyness. And there's nothing wrong with either of those things, being an introvert or being shy. Like, that's just, they're both human traits. But being an introvert is not the same thing as being shy. Being shy is kind of a mild form of social anxiety. You feel be, you fear, sorry, being judged. So you have trouble in some social situations, and if you find yourself in that kind of situation, by the way, I would recommend if you can talking to a, you know, especially if you find that it does, you know, hinder your, your life in some ways or you find that it's not helpful to you or that kind of thing. You find it kind of hard to function in the world because of the, you know, the, the social anxiety that you feel, which some people might label as shyness. I would recommend talking to a mental health professional because, um, I mean, it really can help you out. And, you know, I'm not saying, hey, you have to get over your shyness. No, no, I'm just saying it might help you find ways to um, do things a little bit more uh, easily in the world. And, you know, uh, attend an event that you really want to go to, but you feel worried about or that kind of thing. So, so I do recommend that. But that aside, um, you can actually be shy and be an extrovert. And I think this is the thing that a lot of people don't understand, And a good example of this, which I was just, you know, I just found out about recently when I was doing a little bit of research for this podcast episode. um, Barbara Streisand is shy, is labeled as shy. So she's talked about this in interviews, even in recent interviews, recent is like a couple years ago, is that she has really, really crippling stage fright. She's afraid to let people down. She's afraid people won't enjoy the show. She's just, she's got that fear. She's got that social anxiety thing going on. But I mean, she's huge. She's a big performer. She does enjoy performing. She does enjoy being around people. It's just that she's worried about disappointing them. So Barbara Streisand is an extrovert, but she's an extrovert who has a, a form of shyness, like a form of that mild social anxiety thing going on. So what do introversion and extroversion mean? Well, it actually has to do with how you use and manage your energy and your preferences around, like, how you do social situations. So I kind of found this list really useful in terms of, like, Because you might have wondered, am I an extrovert? Am I an introvert? I don't even know really what those things mean. Does it matter? Some people, by the way, are ambiverts. Most people are some level of that. But some people lean way more heavily towards being introverts. Some people lean more heavily towards being an extrovert. But there's a lot of people who are sort of a little bit of both in one way or another. So here's a list I got from, you know, an online publication, Psychology Today, um, to like Just see if any of these sound familiar to you, and if so, you're probably an introvert. So, for example, the first thing is, do you like being by yourself or do you find it really hard to be by yourself for an extended period of time and you need to be around people? Do you think create better by yourself and not in a group? So are you the type of person who much prefers, say, for example, back when you were in school, you much preferred solo projects and you were not a big fan of group projects? Um, Another example is, do you lead best when your followers are the self-starter type? So when you have to be a leader, do you find it a lot better when the people who you're leading are, you know, perfectly fine to sort of get, you know, put their nose down and get their work done? You don't need to worry too much about them. Are you reluctant to volunteer or get involved in groups and be in the spotlight? Like you just don't like the idea of people looking at you or, you know, talking to you like at length or any of that kind of stuff. You're just not a fan. Um, are you constantly being asked what your opinion is? And I found this one interesting. And the reason why they say that that's a trait that you, saw, you often see in introverts is because introverts are more the quiet type where they keep their opinions to themselves unless they're asked. Whereas extroverts are the type that are more than happy to hand over their opinion. And there's nothing wrong with either of those things. But yeah, that's an interesting uh, thing that I never even thought about. Are you also the type that you tend to wear headphones to create barriers between you and others when you're out in public? Now, I found this one interesting again, and I will say um, if you're a female or you are, if you're in any kind of uh, minority group at all, or you're concerned about people harassing you and that's what you're doing and it's not because you don't, you know, you don't really want to talk to people, that's a whole different thing. In this specific scenario, we're talking about people who just do it because they just, they want some alone time. They just want to put in their headphones and like enjoy some music and they don't want to have to kind of converse with people. They just, there's just kind of like, oh, I'm tired. I had a long day. Kind of that vibe. So does that describe you? Um, do you avoid confrontation? Or are you the type to avoid small talk? You don't really like to do it. You'll, you're will you certainly not the type to initiate it. You don't really want to cat chat casually when with people. You just kind of want to get down to the point. Um, so if any of those fit you, you may be an introvert. You know, here's like, here's an online quiz that Candace just gave you on the podcast. But seriously, I found those kind of an interesting way to look at being an introvert. Certainly, I would say that I don't fit every single, like, I don't check every single one of those boxes myself as an introvert. But I, I check most of them, Definitely. I, I like time to myself. I'm not big on small talk. Like I mean, I I don't mind asking somebody, you know, oh, how you doing or how's the weather. You know, something like very mild. But most of the time, I want to just kind of get to it. Um, I'm not big on confrontation. And yeah, you know, a lot of a lot of these I check the box, but not necessarily all of them. So yeah, if you can relate, if you're an introvert, keep listening. If you're an extrovert, you know what? You might learn something, you know, useful too. So. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I would appreciate it if you keep listening, but I also completely understand if you decide to click off this episode and listen to a different one. It's it's cool. I get it. So let's get back to the topic of ha- at hand, which is actually how do you market yourself when you're an introvert functioning in a world where marketing was kind of designed for extroverts? So yeah, I already said this, and I kind of just, just said it a second ago, but a lot of what was taught years ago in terms of how to market your business or get a job, or just basically get ahead in life, and that's in quotes here, but is targeted towards extroverts, for sure. Society actually has a bit of a bias against introverts in that we tend to think people who are charismatic speakers or life of the party types as being somehow better than the quiet types that kind of keep to themselves. And, you know, make observations, but no, don't necessarily share them out loud. Because studies have actually shown that we have that bias. That's not just me making that up. Like, we tend to, I mean, think about it, right? Like, when people who you admire, a lot of them tend to be the charismatic speaker, life of the party, a million followers on social media, just the people who just you think are amazing because they're like this big, you know, like they're they're big, they're larger than life, they're out there, they're sharing everything. And those are extroverts, right? So we have this bias towards introverts. Now obviously not all introverts dislike marketing and not all introverts are like unsuccessful. I am not saying that whatsoever. Some introverts love marketing actually because they found methods that work for them. But there is a bias for sure and a preference, you can say, towards the more extroverted people and the more extroverted way of dealing with these things. So let's get back to you guys as health, wellness, and fitness practitioners more specifically. So as a small business person and as an introvert, how do you make your marketing work for you? So I think the first thing we need to do, honestly, is acknowledge that it is totally okay to not like certain methods of marketing and or not like face to face networking or whatever. It's okay to say that things make you uncomfortable. You're a grown ass adult and frankly, you can do whatever the heck you want. So that's the first thing you need to do is just sit yourself down and say, hey, I am an adult and just because somebody told me, some marketing guru told me that I have to get out and like shake hands and kiss babies doesn't mean I have to actually do that. It's fine. You don't have to. You don't have to act like a politician or some, you know, uh, stereotypical salesperson. You do not have to do those things. Yes, it is true in life. We do need to sometimes push ourselves out of our comfort zones in order to grow. You can't earn an income from your business if you're not actually trying to, you know, push boundaries a little bit and get your name out there. And like if nobody knows about you except your mom and your best friend, like you're just your business is not going to do that well. I'm sorry. But for many of us, just doing some sort of marketing is already pushing our boundaries, okay? So you're already, you're already doing it, chances are, if you're listening to this podcast. So that's the first thing I recommend, is just acknowledge it's okay to not like certain things. The second thing that I think is helpful is to take a step back from the notice me, notice me, notice me of social media and influencer culture. It's kind of a weird time we live in, Right? Because influencers and social media people have become such a huge part of the online community for online marketing, online, you know, for digital, uh, the digital world, if you want to call it that. If you watch a lot of influencers, you might think that in order to be successful these days, you need to be always on social media. Talking about your life constantly. Basically be like a walking, talking reality TV show with no privacy whatsoever. And you might go, oh God, I don't want to do that. Well, how the hell am I going to get my name out there? Yeah, it works for them, but don't feel like that's something that you have to do. And so I think taking a step back from that notice me, notice me, notice me culture is probably a good idea. Sometimes it's good to just like put your phone down or unfollow a bunch of people or like whatever you need to do so you don't feel like you're supposed to be like that because if that doesn't work for you then you don't have to do that because not everyone who is successful has that kind of online presence. Sure you might know a say a yoga teacher because yoga I think is a really good example when it comes to sort of online marketing You might know a yoga teacher who has a huge following on YouTube and Instagram and Facebook and they sell online sessions and they do conference circuit. Maybe they sell their own yoga mat. Maybe they've got like a collaboration with uh, Lululemon, like whatever. Like you're just, they are out there. They are bigger than life and they are super successful. And you as a small studio owner are just like, oh God, like I can't do that stuff. But guess what? You don't have to. You can be successful without all that. And I think it's important to choose your role models, your gurus, if you want to put them, you want to put it like that, of how to run a business very carefully. It is great to look up and admire, look up to, that is, and admire people. I'm totally, totally on board with that. Having people who you uh, you want to learn from and you want to be like is perfectly fine. I think that's human. But you don't have to do things exactly like they do. And you certainly don't have to follow their advice on how to run a business if it doesn't resonate with you. And as an introvert, that kind of thing where you're like, basically constantly on and doing like all these collaborations and doing the, you know, doing the uh, conference circuit and all that stuff probably doesn't resonate with you. And that's okay. And the third piece of advice I have for sort of marketing as an introvert in a health and wellness and fitness profession is... Focusing on your why. You know, I've talked about this before in past episodes, but to review for you guys, your why is why you got into your career in the first place. In other words, why do you do what you do? Why does it matter to you? Maybe you wanted to help people. Maybe you felt like you wanted to make a difference. Maybe you have personal experience with the thing that you do. Like, say, uh, massage therapy really changed your life. It got you from being, like, you know, badly injured after an accident to actually like up and moving and, you know, uh, functional and able to get back to your your daily living. And so that's why you so strongly believe in it. And that's why you've decided to become a massage therapist. Great. Great. That's your why. And for other people, their why is going to be a little bit different. But yeah, like, why do you get up and go to your your career every day? You know, your office, your studio, your your clinic, wherever it is you work. Your answer shouldn't be because I need money. <laughs> Or because I need, I need clients. Those are important things, but that's not really your why. I mean, yeah, you know, we need money. We all need money to survive. We all need money and we all need clients, sorry, to make the money in order to survive. Totally true. But that's not your why. That's just like part of running a business. Those things aren't the things that are going to want to make people keep coming back to you either. And that's part of the why. Because your why has to resonate with other people. If you tell people, the reason why I come into the clinic every day is because I need money, like that's not very inspiring and that's not going to make people want to rebook with you, frankly. So, yeah, if you focus on your why, that makes your marketing a little bit easier because it's coming from your heart and it's coming from a place of sort of authenticness, like why you care about what it is that you do, rather than from a, a sort of look at me, look at me, extroverted, more style, which again, that's fine for them. But for you as an introvert, that, it might be a lot easier to po- focus on heart rather than um, fame, so to speak. And the fourth piece of advice that I have is to honor your strengths and focus less on your weaknesses. You can improve on your weaknesses, sure, but I think, honestly, a lot of us tend to be so focused on our weaknesses that we forget to actually sort of admire and honor our strengths. Like, for example, maybe you're a really good writer. So you could focus on doing things like blog posts or email newsletters or anything that allows you to sort of flex that writing muscle. Because those are totally valid forms of marketing, and they can be very uh, useful, very helpful to get people to uh, to find your your website, to find your clinic, to find your yoga studio, whatever it is that you're running, right? If you write in a compelling way and people find that and they share that with other people and so on and so forth, you know what I'm talking about. Or maybe you're not such a great writer, but you're an awesome photographer. Well, maybe like Instagram or maybe Pinterest is the place for you. Focus on that stuff because you can you can post beautiful photos, and you'll, they'll get noticed. And then people will start going, Oh, this, you know, this yoga studio, this is really cool place. Maybe I should check it out, you know. Or maybe you love to teach. And you feel comfortable with small groups, like maybe you're not, you know, as an introvert, you're probably not such a fan of teaching a huge group, but maybe you like, you know, small, intimate groups. So you could, you could do that. You could go give talks to small groups, like when you've got a connection through somebody, you know, that kind of thing, where it's more comfortable for an introvert, and introduce them to your services that way. But all in all, it is 100% okay to say that certain types of things are not for you, just like I said in the first point, and to focus on the things that are for you. Because there's always something that you're good at that you could, ex- you know, that you could push, that you could excel at. Maybe it's Facebook, and that's okay. If you're like the queen or king or you know whatever uh, you know, gender that you identify as of Facebook, that's fine. Use that. Maybe maybe you can uh, meet a lot of clients that way. I mean, obviously, you know you need to be careful about boundaries and stuff like that. But still, Facebook is is a great place to meet people. Basically, do the things that are your jam, and don't focus on the stuff you know, the other stuff, because it's probably not for you, even if it's helped somebody else with their business, that's great. But focus on your strengths. And the last thing that I'll say, and this is really, really important for introverts and extroverts alike, but especially introverts, and that's to respect your energy. So as we already talked about, introverts need time alone to kind of recharge the batteries and feel, you know, connected to themselves and just feel good about life, basically. And some forms of marketing might feel really draining, especially if they involve being around other people all the time. So a great idea is to give yourself a set amount of time to work on your marketing. So like schedule it out. Say that you're going to work an hour every second day or like whatever it is. I just made that up. Do the work during that time. Then wrap it up for the day and be good, be happy with that. Don't feel that you have to keep pushing, you know, because you've got a big goal or whatever, because you're just going to drain your energy. You're just going to make yourself exhausted and then you're going to get to the end of whatever it is you're trying to promote, whether it's a product or a new clinic that you just opened or whatever, you just in general, just the fact that you're out there and you need clients, (laughs) you know, like I said, the reality stuff, um... You're going to get to the end of that and you're going to be so burnt out. Like maybe you'll be busy with clients and that's great, but you'll be exhausted. And that's because you spent too much of your energy trying to push, push, push on the marketing. So once you're done, like the set amount of time that you were going to work on it, wrap it up and then go do something, you know, to help get your energy back a little bit. Like read a book for a bit or go take a walk, have a little coffee break by yourself. Like, you know, um, sit under a tree and just like do nothing for half an hour. Some people are just like, oh, my God, and half an hour of silence would be bliss. If that's you, go do that. You know, assuming that you can, you don't have like, you don't work from home and have like your kids need something from you. But say you can do that, then go do it. So basically what I'm saying is you actually don't have to be go, go, go all the time. I think that's the other thing is, and you know, I'm always talking about this on this podcast, is just we're in this culture of hustle, 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 and that might work really well for some extroverts because they really draw energy from the world around them. They draw energy from being with people all the time and that, like, it kind of lifts them up. But anyone who's introverted, they usually feel the opposite when they're constantly go, 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 and around people and, like, no time to themselves. They get exhausted. And so you don't have to do that. Focus on getting your things done during the time that you have and then move on to something else and come back to it at another time that you've got scheduled. And that's totally fine. And that will help keep you motivated to do your marketing because it feels a lot more uh, tenable. It feels a lot more doable than this go, 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 go all the time mentality. So yeah that's it, you know, for this week, a little bit of a longer episode. Well, I guess they all have been recently. But um, if you have any advice for introverts, when they're trying to do their marketing in a world where I think extroverts tend to be more focused on and celebrated when it comes to the world of marketing. um, Yeah, shoot me an email. So you know, I can share it with others or uh, of course, you're always welcome to comment on Instagram and let me know your feedback about that or your thoughts, opinions, all that kind of good stuff. And uh, yeah, I love to share those that feedback with other people because anything that can help other people, um, I'm really happy to share it. So um, as always, my email is candace at happylittlebiz.com. Um, and you can find me, of course, on Instagram as happylittlebiz. All right, that's it for this episode. I've got one more episode coming up on marketing. So uh, and it's going to be on social media again going to talk a little bit about the issues with social media. <laughs> I promise it's not going to get too, uh, you know, too tea spilling, as they say these days. Um, it, it just be, you know, a little bit of a conversation about uh, why social media is not necessarily the best thing. Um, so we'll, we'll, I, we'll talk about that next week. And in the meantime, I hope you have a great week and uh, take care. Thank you so much for listening, you guys. I really do appreciate your time and your efforts. The times that you guys contact me with ideas for the podcast, or comments about episodes, or ratings and reviews, all of that, I really love it. I read all of it. I do really appreciate you guys. Um, by the way, if you would like to leave me a formal review, of course I would really appreciate that. Head on over to iTunes, find my podcast, so Life Beyond the Massage Table click on ratings and reviews, and then just give me a rating and a review. Five stars, of course, and a glowing review. No, I'm, I'm, I'm kidding, you know. let me know what you really think, but I do appreciate five stars as well, let's be real here. Now for you guys that might be new to the podcast, let me briefly introduce myself here. My name is Candace Eisner, and I am a former massage therapist in the province of Ontario, and I've also worked in various other health and wellness careers, so I've got a pretty good view of what it's like to do what you guys do. My mission right now is to help those in health, wellness, and fitness careers build strong businesses because I really believe to my core that taking care of others has to start with taking care of you. So that's what this podcast is all about is... Helping you build a business that really matches who you are and what you value and what's important to you so that you feel happy when you go to work each day. You feel like this career is the right one for you, that everything just works so much better for your life. Now, before I finish off and let you guys get about, you know, go about your day, I will mention where you can find me on social media if you would like to. The main place you can interact with me if you'd like to just chat or see what I'm posting about or, you know, get on my newsletter list or any of that kind of stuff. Find me on Instagram, um, Happy Biz is my username, or, of course, you can head over to my web- website, happylittlebiz.com, and there's links to all that stuff there. All right, that's it. Enjoy the rest of your day and I'll be back at you soon.